If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of The Instance brought to you in part by Squarespace at squarespace.com. Build a fantastic website with the best tools available and some of the best looking templates you've ever seen. You don't need to be an expert. You just need to go to squarespace.com, try the trial, and if you decide to stay, use our code INSTANCE at checkout. That'll save you 10% on your account. That's INSTANCE at checkout at squarespace.com. And by doghousesystems.com. Go to doghousesystems.com right now and get the best gaming rig you've ever owned. Use the code FROGPANTS at checkout and save big. On today's episode of The Instance, PvP and WoW and how the beta is back. What's it look like today versus tomorrow? Gen Greymane looks nice and squishy. Wizards and necromancers are in the house, yo. Diablo hit 2.4 and it feels great. Get ready for Overwatch in February because it'll be back in business. We got your calls, your emails, and more on this episode of The Instance right now. And that's really exciting. Welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 436 for January 22nd, 2016. I'm Scott Johnson, joined by uh, the now relocated Dills. He's now in Austin, Texas. You're an hour later. Or howdy, Scott and Patrick. It's hey. good to be heck on the show. Hey, man. That's, uh, that's <laughs> not how I'm going to talk, but that would be pretty funny. Have you, uh, I mean, you're Slowly in... Slowly over time, though. That, that wasn't even Texas right there, what I just did. That was more like... <laughs> I was like Alabama. Yeah, you're you're in the wrong state. And it's all right. Yeah. It, it it all sounds like Texas to me. Sure. Yeah, Patrick doesn't know no difference. Uh, so what's the? Uh, it's it's Austin's great. Austin's like this uh, this uh, paradise city in the middle of uh, hot. You know. Oh yeah. Arid no, Texas. yeah. It's uh, it's um, super like Austin. Keep Austin weird is their motto mm-hmm. around here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's like a, a weird, like somehow in the middle of Texas. This uh, liberal paradise <laughs> sprouted up out of nowhere. I don't know. It's 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 still very much Texas, though. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, have a misconception that Austin is like just hipsters and kale, sure. and it's it's not. It's barbecue. It's cowboy hats. It's boots. Yeah. A lot of people. This is where the state capital is. This is where. That's right. Um, you know, that's where the, work gets the, done for the government, right there. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. it's still very much Texas. So it's it's kind of a cool. Like I like it. It's like a hodgepodge of all of it. Like you get, you get the weirdos, you get the Texans, you get all everything. You get between, everything. So. It's fine. It's yeah. a great big uh, state, and we're happy to have you there. You're yeah, not and, quite, and, yeah. and also a lot of people were like, "Dude, you have now you have to live in Texas." And I was like, "I like Texas. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Texas." Texas. Yeah. Hey, man, f you. No, it's so, like me yeah, explaining I'm in Texas, it's, man. It's like me explaining why I like Salt Lake City so much. People don't understand until they come and see it. And I'm sure Texas is the same. So there yeah, you have no, it. Well, uh, to keep it weird, part of their goal is to bring you there. You're the export, so keep it weird, was, man. Yeah, I think there was, there was something on the ballot last year. Um, but yeah, I actually, I still now I got to register to vote here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited to find out 
who my local politicians are. Uh, I'm doing so much research sure. on that. Vote yet I'm or definitely vote. not playing Diablo all day. <laughs> I'm reading all of the information about my new yeah. local government. Vote yes on Proposition D is all I got to say about that. <laughs> okay, I'll always yes on D. All right. Uh, <laughs> we could go places with that. Uh, Patrick's here also from France. Hi, Patrick. Yes, and I'm also going places. I'm uh, also relocating uh, a little bit late compared to Dill's. I'm doing it next week. So this is mm. the very last uh, episode of The Instance that I'm going to be doing from France. Well, That's right. until I do another one. Until you, you go to Finland. Are you all, are you all yes. set? You feeling good? You, you, are you ready for that change of, of life? Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. It's uh, it's like minus 25 degrees centigrade there, which is 25 below freezing. So I don't know how much that is in Fahrenheit, but uh, very cold. Um, that and it's really freaking. Cold. That sounds really <laughs> bad. Even even with our normal right. numbers we have here, that sounds really low. I don't think people are supposed to be in places that get that cold. <laughs> Well, uh, I didn't know. I thought there was some kind of genetic uh, thing that mm. that was happening. But apparently uh, what I'm hearing is that they just uh, wear warm clothes. Yeah. So that's their secret. Well, the translucent really? people, the good translucent really people. living in the future. Oh, I know. He really is. <laughs> it's the world, um, it's so the yeah, world of tomorrow. Today. Minus 25 is minus 13 Fahrenheit. So wow. that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, that's but nice. on the other hand, they have they have you know the the super white snowy uh, sceneries with the forests and the frozen sea, and I'm really looking forward to that. Oh um, yeah, the elf people, so, yeah. the the translucent elf people. Yeah, uh, exactly. Those those are going to be everywhere. Nokia, you get a little Nokia there. It's Microsoft joint now, so enjoy that. They're a, they're a huge mm. big deal still, right? No, not really at all. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a complicated story. That was my story. first cell phone. Yeah, playing Snake, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I yeah. So a flip so phone anyway, so bad back then. I, I remember. Know. Oh my so god. Cool. So basically, uh, by the time the next episode of the instance is recorded, I'm probably not going to be there because it's going to be like the first few hours that I'm in Finland. Yeah. I'm I'm flying on Friday next week. How do you get all your stuff so, there? What do you do when you do um, that kind so of thing? So there's this thing called a moving company. Uh, you put your stuff in boxes <laughs> and you give it to them and they uh, drive them to your new place. Oh, so they. So wait a minute. For my for whatever reason, I thought Finland. This shows my international <laughs> Didn't geography have cars? problem. No, I thought they had a. They don't have companies. They, I thought they had That's a big ocean between you and them. Not ocean, but like a, a body of There's water. The sea, yes. Okay. But you can well. So what happens at some point is that they uh, take the, the the truck in which they put your stuff yeah, and they put, put that truck on a thing that's called a boat that can yeah. float on the water and go across. Jeez. I thought that they just got to the edge and then they just threw it. And they were like, <laughs> eh, probably. <laughs> I hope you are ready for <laughs> this. Giant just, bottle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's why we're insuring it. Really, uh, It's going to be a really big insurance. Well, good. Just so. uh, may your euros go far and may your safe trip be safe. Uh, we're we'll be excited to get you back after all that, so we can hear tales of. I I'm not worried about the trip. I'm worried about once you get there, Patrick. Put extra scarves, all right? Double up on the scarves. <laughs> oh yeah, double up. I dude. will. I will. Maybe that won't be a problem. You got like twelve that you use regularly, and then like four. I'm, go I'm going to and... use them all over my body. My entire <laughs> body is going to be wrapped in scarves. That's why I've been collecting them for years. Yep. Scarf wiener wrap. You yep. heard it here first. Um, all right. Well, we will uh, we will check in on all that later. But uh, for today, there are things to talk about, and most of it does not have to do with WoW, sadly. But there's lots to talk about, so let's get to it. 
Uh, World of Warcraft news. The beta came back. People are playing it. I guess alpha. It's more technically an alpha, not a yes. beta. And they're doing wow things, I suppose. Um, I there is really this is uh, unprecedented the last few months. How l- really little there is around wow to talk about. There's you know plenty to say about artifact weapons. If you're a shaman and you want to see what the shaman artifact starting stuff is, that is now in there. That's been flipped on since they restarted this beta or the alpha. Um, so there's you know things to do, places to see people people throwing a rod about paying a hundred bucks to switch backs or hundred gold to switch backs and yeah it's not <laughs> they're not monetizing that no like every time you want to switch specs you have to pay a hundred hundred dollars U S everybody <laughs> dollars real strong it's gonna be bad for you Canadians but but no they they I mean there really just hasn't been a lot of anything um, we're trying real hard to get uh, Celestalon and a couple other people on for interviews just to kind of get a Hey, what's up since BlizzCon kind of update on everything that's going on. But um but yeah, it's that dry spell before a new expansion. And this one just happens to be drier than most. Um I don't I don't know why, but the the space, the gap between warlords and this is a is a long, dry desert. Oh, it's because it's because the there were there was so little content after Warlords. Mm-hmm. It's it feels very dry. Yeah, you're right. It's there's nothing new. There hasn't been anything new for a few months and we still have a few months to go and more than that even. So Well, there's plenty of people like I got tweets this morning replying to the fact that we were doing a show and that there wasn't a lot of wow stuff going on, but people saying, Well, I'm I'm really busy in there. I got all these five hundred things to do. I, I, I want to make it really clear on the show. I don't I'm not ever saying that there isn't stuff to do. There's always things to do in the game. I mean, if you want to put your put your head down and go for it, uh, nose to the grindstone. There's a there's a there's a thousand things for you and your characters to do right now, including new characters if you want or whatever. No, um, it's just about news. Yeah, there's just no there's just no news cycle around the game right now. Yep, uh, which is unfortunate. But, but I have been enjoying. Uh, I I did get Dill's uh, geared out in season three gear in PvP. And that was good. Oh, good. Uh, well, you know, I mean, like there's yeah, the season three and stuff happened. That that happened. Did you? Uh, so it's already kind of over, right? So, so no, yeah, it kind of came and went. But, well, but for me anyway, I'm if you're a top level arena player, it's not over. Yeah, but. I guess you're still going. But but the uh, let me ask you a question about that. So with all these, there are big changes coming to PvP. Like maybe the biggest ever. We say this mm-hmm. sometimes, but I think this may be the first time where I'm not. This is no hyperbole. They are the biggest changes coming down the the road for for Legion to PvP. Yeah, they're basically going down a completely different path at this point. And you. As the as the resident PvP are here, it's always good to check in on this. All that stuff still still sounding all right to you. Um, I mean, do you have yeah. any misgivings about it? Like, where are you at? Where's your head at with it? Uh, I I enjoy I enjoy the direction that I that I think they're going. It's going to be a lot more interesting. I think uh, the proge- progression is going to be uh, more interesting and not just okay. Now I have a little bit extra stats on my guy. That's my progression. Uh, it's actually going to be you know your character is is stronger in different ways. Uh, and also I don't think we need a bunch of new battlegrounds and all that kind of stuff. And they're not doing that. So, uh, really what uh, we just need, wait, we need didn't I, fixed. didn't I see a, a thing where there were a couple of new battlegrounds, uh, coded data mined? Oh, I didn't or hear possibly, that. But I, I mean, the last time that I looked into it, they were saying no, we, we got plenty and we do have plenty. Yeah, I know. Honestly. And that surprised me 
Um, and because I agree, I think they do. But for, I think okay, I'm gonna try and find it. See if you can track you can that find down. Link that because I, I haven't heard anything about Tra- that. Track that down because they said openly, you know, with their own voices at BlizzCon and, and other interviews that they were not planning any. So I'd be very yeah, interested. That wasn't to know. part of the whole react. Yeah, ma- but uh, maybe 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 I'm mistaken. Maybe it's the the, uh, the like the thing that that it kind of sucks about PvP right now is that it you know when it's gonna change that now you feel like. Do I care? Am I wasting my time, mm. or is or am I having fun right now? Yeah, uh, and I have been still having fun, so like it's okay. But I, it's not. It's like it, it. It still loses the fun once I get pretty much all level seven hundred, whatever it is, gear. Uh, and then like the only thing I can do at that point is just do arena with other geared out people, um, and then get seven ten gear. You know, it's like that. That just like ends it for me at this point and that's what i'm looking forward to not being the case uh once this new kind of progression system is out well it sounds like that, it speaks directly to that the whole yeah. uh, your progression won't stop potentially you'll you'll have more of a long term like well like my progression isn't stopped but it's is it is a slow crawl once you get to this point where mm-hmm. i'm at right mm-hmm. yeah like the, what they did with they when they introduced like the things like the lock boxes at the end of of battlegrounds and things is they they sped up the catch up of getting gear or at the, the initial mm-hmm. getting the new gear. And then it still is just a really slow slog of just trying to get, uh, you know, these Internet points to uh, get the rest of the gear, like the, the top end stuff, which is barely better. It does make a difference once you have it all, but it's not better enough that you're going to just like kill yourself over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're lords of progression. So, yeah, hopefully unless they... you want to be at the very top. Mm-hmm. But if you just want to go like right now, I go into a battleground and I own. Mm-hmm. I have all you know, all PvP gear, current PvP gear, and it's not the best. It's like the second best, but I still own in a battleground, and that's enough for me, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of people I think are kind of in that boat where that's that's the end of their PvP progression, and I'm I'm looking forward to that not being the end. I'm looking forward to it being. A little more interesting, a little more entertaining for the people in the middle and not just the people at the top. And you're not having trouble getting matches and stuff. I mean, you're you're getting into queues well, quick. And... The queues are popping hell, like like real fast. Mm. But uh, I'm still not happy with the uh, with the bring the alliance to my team system. Uh, or well, actually, it's yeah, it's bring the alliance to my team generally. Oh right, um, yeah. I'm still not happy. With it. I don't think a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. We still lose more often because they do still play as horde characters, and it's just weird, man. It's just it gets real weird. Mm. Um, the wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that the the alliance uh, players are <laughs> less good at PvP? So no, no, no. We more? still have they come over, they become horde players, and then they still have and then they have gimped uh, racials. Like that's just happened. Ah, okay, okay. yeah. yeah like they, no that. matter what, no matter how many alliance players, it's not that the alliance players were better than the horde players. It's that they literally have better racials than the horde players, mm. and that still right. happens. And so we still get horde still loses more of the t- most of the time. Uh, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that being fixed. And uh, they've already like mentioned that that that's that's changing. So, hmm. but you know, it's it like the queues are quick. You get in, you play, and apparently that's the same for both sides now, which is good. So, well, that, that at least that that part of that change worked. Yeah. Well, it that, didn't now, balance. That was my stuff. question yeah. about it. Was did it improve the queues? But if it if the racial thing still feels like. I mean, if it's if it feels like it's jacking up the matches, that sounds like it is. You know, you can feel you can feel that that's a problem, right? It's fine. Yeah, but that it's... fix is coming in Legion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but down, it is so. weird because you know there's like a holding pattern right now, right? So like, 
Everyone knows that that change is coming. Everyone knows that PvP is about to change drastically. So the only people really doing it are people who just want to be doing it. Mm. Uh, so in that sense, it's kind of better because you don't have people who just feel like they have to be doing it who are in there. Yeah. Uh, but I do, like, sometimes I'll be in a battleground and some guy will be like, like, man, I, every time I have to switch to Horde, you know, it's this, it sucks. We lose and you guys are terrible and, like, just, you know, a new level of uh, toxicity, as, as it were. Oh. Um, and then we're like, cool, man. Well, we didn't want you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as it turns it's, out, it's, it's a weird situation right now. And I'm just I'm having fun, but I am definitely ready for the change. I'll say that. Well, good. Um, I think I'm excited about it, too. And I don't usually get all that worked up about uh, PvP stuff in the game. But I like the direction they're going. And Holink is one of the guys we want to get on and talk more about that on the show. So hopefully that'll happen soon. Ryan, if you're listening, get on the show, man. Talk to your PR people. Let's go. Yeah, man. Um, anyway, so there's not a ton happening in WoW, but it's good to see us poking in there. I mean, I spent a little bit of time with um, with my character this week. Not a lot, but just kind of went in there, cleaned some stuff up. And, you know, I hadn't touched my garrison in a very long time. And I haven't been raiding and, you know, kind of just have fallen off. Not Not in love with the game, but just I really want some big new things, some things to get me jazzed and excited. And as it turns out, other games are getting those things, so we're going to talk about those. <laughs> okay? So here's the deal. Heroes of the Storm, Gen Greymane, he's out, and he's fun. He will leap into your business and hack you to pieces with his claws. And he's a kind of cool old guy when he's not in wolf form and has a gun and a sword he doesn't really use. And, and he's pretty bad, eh? And he's not really in the meta, though. Um, now, since... Well, he's been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so it's been a couple of weeks. To be- well, we can... Well, it was just last Tuesday, wasn't it? When did we get him? No, yeah. no, you're right. No, it's, it's only been one week. You're right. It's been a week. Yeah, but I mean, one week, a and week and a half. Days, so. Yeah, a week yeah, and a half. Week. That's true. So, uh, Patrick, since becoming a recent convert to the world of Heroes of the Storm, <laughs> um, I and by the way, your your list of five things, I think we should talk about one more time on the show today. We'll get to that in a minute, but because sure. uh, I think it's great. But um, have you messed about with the new character at all? No, so I'm I'm kind of a gold hoarder, and I have like almost fifty thousand gold now. But I'm keeping it just in case wow. I need it someday. Yeah, he'll go down to ten thousand um, at some point. Exactly. He's so I think I might I might t- uh, get him when um, when he gets down to its next Tuesday when he gets down to uh, to ten thousand yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I'm I just got into the game as as you know, so I have all of the other characters to play around with and to discover they're basically all new for me so i'm not as uh you know much rushing towards the latest one although i was like when i found out he was available uh, some guy tweeted it and i was like holy crap gen's available why didn't no one tell me yeah so So you still feel you still feel the excitement of it though when when this stuff yeah for sure for sure um but now for now you know i don't know if you want to talk about my journeys through hero league or let's uh, do it real quick because um there's been a lot of chatter about that lately first of all you're you've just in general been enjoying the game uh you you've said a bunch of interesting things about you know what what you wish you'd known before you figured it out on your own. You wish somebody who was into the game had told you. I'm going to read those real quick, just off this list I've kept. Uh, and it's these five simple words is number one, Patrick says, do not die. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like, you know, Dills and I and others, this seemed like, oh yeah, of course not. Don't die. Try not to die. But it's to a new player, it's not always 
that obvious? Like you just kind of want to run into a fight and fight away until something happens. And sometimes yeah. something that happens is you died and you didn't realize that maybe you should have evacuated the area when one of your people went down or two of your people went down or whatever. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, it's a, um, it's a good that's one. Be- it's it's something we we discussed last time, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But yeah, it's the, the the you don't realize how important it is not to die and to retreat. Basically, when you're at half health or or a quarter health, just leave, just abandon everything, just leave. Go drink, go hearth. Um, it's much better than to die and be out of the fight for half a minute. Yeah, so you don't want to be out of there for the thing. Number two well, is it's okay to play versus... That depends, though. Well, yeah. Oh, give us gray a, area to that. Give us gray the, main oh, area to that. Gray main okay, area. Just, just, <laughs> just saying, this is for very beginners. And everything gets more complicated when you get more into the game. But for very beginners, all of these, I think, are a good starting point. Yeah, this but, that's but the important I, thing. I, I definitely I hear that. But also, like, sometimes you're in a battleground and you're fighting. And if it's three on two... One guy gets a little low and he just leaves. But and then the other two guys die. But what you could do is back up, get to the back line, stay in the fight, but don't be, you know, where people can hit you. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 like what I'm saying is yes, don't die. Definitely don't die, but don't like just leave. Like don't yeah. I've I've had plenty of people just like bail on me. I'm like, dude, <laughs> we're gonna win this fight. No, of but course, now, but again, it's just me. You know, if all of those, if you get into the details, none of them hold for every. Oh yeah, situation. no, everything's got everything's got shades of gray yeah. for sure. Sure, yeah. there's any, new any any rule, but yeah. there are there are definitely a lot of things that, that new players. Uh, yeah. It's not obvious, right? Yeah. So it's a good starting point for sure. Yeah, um, and I don't have to go through them all, but there's other ones like it's okay to keep your camera locked. Again, there's nuance to that later, but as a new player, do yeah. not stress about it. Don't feel weird peer pressure to change that. Uh, MOBAs aren't super twitchy games. You may think they are, but they're not really. They can be again later. It gets more complicated, but tank DPS support and lane pusher should be the names of these character types, not (laughs) support. uh, Well, support, I guess, is still there, but uh, assassin, uh, warrior, and then specialist all kind of are confusing to new players. But once you understand those roles, then it all starts to make a lot more sense. That's maybe my favorite. there as well for for tanks i understand warriors aren't just tanks sometimes you know sonia comes to mind and she's going to be a, a super offensive uh you know attack character damage dealer uh and, but but still as a rule of thumb warriors you have no idea what they are uh they they are there to protect your they're the tanks whatever they're the tanks yeah. maybe they're dps tanks but they're the tanks yeah there's um, they should be the ones who are on the, the front line you would say right. so it's, disrupting uh, the enemy team. Certain yeah. certain warriors don't have uh, the the tanky aspects. Like say an ETC can peel for other players, knock knock players back to save you, protect you, all that kind of stuff. Whereas someone like Artanis cannot do that, but can you know swap places with somebody and basically put put your team in an offensive position. So it's a little different. Like he's not defensive; he's offensive. But if Same he's your if he's your only tank, that guy should still be frontlining it. You know. Well, he he should still be up in the in the fight. Uh, like he definitely don't want as Artanis. You don't want to be staying in the back and like waiting. Yeah. You want to be standing in front of your Kalethoses, your Janas, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. you're not going to be able to save Jaina if they decide to dive on her. Right. Yeah. That's, exactly. Right. That's kind of the difference. Like like the real tanky guys, like Diablo, uh, etc. Uh, Johanna, all these guys kind of have like relocating abilities that will be able to essentially knock people away from other people called peeling. Yeah. The very stunning Muradin says hello as well. Yeah. Mur- well, yeah. Mur- Muradin is 
is a piece of crap. He uh, is my favorite guy in the world. I freaking love him. I know, him. but man, the, the the lately just the way the game has been has just made me not like any of those characters. Well, all, all right, yes, the stun the stun lock meta that currently exists in the game is annoying as hell. Um, and it and I and I'm happy to see them making. They, they made moves. some changes. Yeah, they some made, changes. It's all in the right direction. The more needs to be done, but but yeah, especially when you get to higher level play in Hero League, you're going to start running into trouble. But I think let's the stuns all last a little too long. I think that's really what it is, and I, I like that they changed to Ronda to make it. It's just a slightly shorter stun. Yeah, because that's really like when you get stunned and then all of a sudden everyone's around you and you can't do anything. That really sucks. Yeah, uh, not being able to play. And this has been a problem in WoW PvP for a long time. It's just. You get into a battleground, and you're like, "Well, I didn't do anything," and then I died. Like I just never yeah. was able to do anything. It's a bad feeling. It's like such a great mechanic, but you have to. It's such a fine line to walk. You have to be careful. And so maybe I don't know. Maybe this feeds into your experience so far in Hero League. There, uh, Patrick, tell us about your ranked play. Um, so it's not really about the the stun meta because I've never really known anything else. Uh, I just started a few weeks ago. Um, but I've realized, you know, it's kind of, I was talking about this on Overwatchers with Garrett, uh, we recorded yesterday, but I've realized that the, the hero league, when you lose a lot of the time, it makes you feel really bad feels like your soul is being crushed by the, the the team, the opposing team that is ripping it to shreds. And I don't know why it feels that bad. When, when you win, it feels nice. But when you lose, it feels horrible. And um, I've been, you know, thinking about this quite a bit and, and discussing it with a bunch of people. And it might be because you, you feel like you don't have good enough amount of control over what you're doing and contributing enough to the team. So, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, I wish I hadn't started Hero League and I, I only played all oh, the good old days when it was just quick matches and versus AI. And now those kind of don't matter because the real fight is in Hero League. So I'm like, yeah, I wish I had never done that. And then, of course, I jumped back into Hero League and, and because it's just so exciting. Um, but Garrett gave me an excellent piece of advice uh, about this. He said, actually, when you're in those low ranks, uh, I, I managed to get to like 37 and it was glory of Patrick. I was 37. Yes, rank 37. But then I went back to 38 and 39. But when you're in those low ranks, uh, you probably don't want to be playing healer if you if you don't know that your team can do damage because healing someone that's not good is not going to help if you are uh playing dps then you can uh, help your team maybe a little bit more effectively because you know that you're going to be positioning yourself well and not dying and targeting the uh weakest hero and all of this so i've started playing rainer which is super simple to play like even easier than uh, Lily, who, as you know, I really, really like. Um, and and I've been having a better experience with Rainer than I have had with Lily. It feels like I'm participating a little bit more in the fights. It feels like I'm, I'm a, a bigger part of why we're winning or even losing sometimes, but at least I'm influencing the, the core of the game. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's silly. The, Rainer is the first character they give you, and they're like, Play Rainer. It's the tutorial thing. Just play him. Yeah. And I didn't 
Yeah. It's kind of silly. No, but, people people uh, look at Rainer and they, the way they look at Jane and Hearthstone or anything else, they just think, oh, well, this, the tutorial one's never going to be the one you're going to end up playing. But no, it Rainer's, tests, very, very Rainer's awesome yeah. right now. Yeah. He's freaking... One thing, and, if, you, if you play and, Rainer, be careful because a lot of people do this thing where they use that, that knockback ability yeah. and then they knock somebody back before you kill them and then the guy gets yes. away. So, got to be yes. careful. I, I have done that multiple times, but <laughs> yeah. also... I have, you know, with with Rainer, when you get the kill shot with that at my level, which is, you know, basically whenever I get one kill shot, it's it's Christmas. It feels really good. <laughs> You're like, yes, I helped. I helped my team. I contributed. And so, yeah, that, there's it's back and forth. The Hero League is sort of a curse and a blessing at sure. the same time. But sure. I felt that the 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 negative aspects of uh of Hero League uh, are much deeper. The valleys are much deeper than the peaks are high. And I'm not sure why exactly that is, but I'm sort of understanding now why the rage is so... And I'm trying really hard, you know, I'm, I'm staying positive, I'm talking with people and... But with Rainer, it's less. It's dampened that uh, that frustration for some reason. Well, do you so, think? Do you think it's? Do you think it's just because ranked? The nature of ranked play in any game, whether it's WoW PvP or this or Hearthstone or anything else, numbers go down when you lose. Do you think it's just that, or or is this so, game worse at that? Yeah, I've been thinking about this also, and I'm not sure exactly why, but in, in Hearthstone, for example, it doesn't feel as bad. And part of it is probably because you can only blame yourself. You're the only one in the team. So <laughs> if you lose that, you maybe you're going to say you, you didn't get the cards you wanted. But still, you're usually the one that's responsible for not playing well enough. Uh, but aside from that, there are also things in Hearthstone that give you you know, each round is kind of its own little puzzle to solve. So if you manage to counter a big threat, you feel good about that. Uh, in in Heroes, when you lose, there's nothing good to feel, you know, there's nothing to feel good about. You only have the number that goes down with the little counter that goes, and you're like, please stop going down. And it's not. And, and each number that gets lower is a little bit of your heart that's being pulled away from you and then that's it so you have the number that goes down and the salt in your tears that's all you have um and we discussed things like the the commenda commendation system in overwatch for example because I, I was a little bit concerned that maybe the ranked system in overwatch might suffer from the same issue but i think there are ways of mitigating it and the the commendation system from overwatch might be part of it you know at least you get uh a little card and if you're up there there are a couple of people that are going to say good job you you did something good you didn't just suck and and pull your team down maybe sometimes you will but there's a chance for you to feel good about something well because if you get a in vote heroes there's nothing to feel good about if you get a vote that's true but like in even in in overwatch there i remember having games where we lost but i would get three or four votes from people because i contributed to at least something right like i may i helped us get as far as we got and that yeah. always felt good. And I know what you're talking about there. But then there are those games where you lost horribly and everyone got a vote but you. That's really demoralizing. Yeah, I, I just sure. tend to like, yeah, I mean, look at my own my own performance and I just, I, I rather than trying, like, I don't know, validation from other people can be given for all sorts of reasons. And Overwatch, it's like they voted for their buddy that they queued with or they would, you know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah. A lot of times it has nothing to do with anything. And so I'd, I'd rather just, I go look at the stats and I go like, hey, look at that. I led in hero damage on my team. Uh, I feel good, even though we lost. Like that's 
That's enough. That's, that's enough yeah, for you. Is what you're saying. That, sure. You know? Sure. It, well, it's it's not going to be a perfect solution for everything. Uh, it's just that if it, I wouldn't mind the little push in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys disagree, but it for me, I'm just trying to find the explanation of why the it feels worse in in heroes when I'm losing than in other games. I have a and theory. Maybe that's just me. well, it's maybe it's, it's just because it it feels like there's nothing you could have done about it, and that's exactly that's really what it comes. I down think that's to. part yeah. of it. But there's I have, I have yeah. a theory that extends or that sort of plays on that is the core issue. I think that is the core issue. But I also think you're in a situation where five of you came to a table. You didn't know each other. One guy picked Nova outright and just went to the bathroom while everyone else did draft. Didn't really pay attention to what else was happening. No, but I'm not. I'm not even talking about those situations, Scott. I'm just those uh, what I mean. But I get that. But, but what I mean is, it all feeds into it. So when those when those things happen, you're immediately presented with, well, I don't know how this is going to be. If that guy's you know a wiener now, now I have these expectations about the game. Guys, we really need to win this. I don't want to lose another rank today. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone's got their own motivations. Then you get in there and your only way of winning in this game, as opposed to, say, Overwatch, where you can switch characters, you can change things up, you can enjoy yourself even if you lose in a lot more situations, I think. In Heroes, you got five guys and you've all got to be on point or you're not going to win. And because it takes 25 minutes to get that done, you also have the added factor of, geez, Louise, that took a half an hour and that guy never laned with us or that guy never well, did an objective yeah. or but whatever. But here's the thing, though. It, uh, by definition, if you're in Hero League, that should be happening to the other team as often as it's happening to you, right? Yeah. Like, just, if you think, if you step back and look at it logically, the other team should have crappy teamwork often, as often as you find crappy teamwork on your side. So, essentially, the difference between, like, ranking up and down is playing enough games and doing your best to contribute as much as you can to each game, right? Yep. And if you are a positive force, you should, over time, move forward in the rankings, right? Because it's just the random pool in every game is going to be slightly different. So you need to have the positive variance of you know, supporting what your team needs to be doing in that game. And sometimes that means understanding that this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing so rather than let him like go die alone in the bottom lane because he's just pushing the bottom lane by himself, I'm going to go join him in the bottom lane and maybe we'll do something. Or sometimes it's uh, clicking things or sometimes it's typing, hey guys, we should like all be working together at this point in the game. And it's, but I'll tell you what, it's never. It's never, you guys are all noobs, you guys all suck. You know, screw you, I'm going to AFK back in my base. Like It's never that. So it's like as long as you do the positive things you can do, you should over time go up, and I think that's the mentality that will be the healthiest for you if you're if you're frustrated. You know, it's like just look at your own well, performance and try to improve on it. Right. Right. I I completely agree, Dills. I completely agree that this is mechanically what should happen, and actually what does happen. Uh, yeah. And I'm trying to stay positive. And I mean, earlier today I had a game where we were, you know, we had a great game. We were uh, slightly, we were getting. Uh, uh, over uh, uh, played in the beginning and then we came back and we managed to win a few team fights and we were like it was a 34 minute game and within the last eight minutes we wiped the other team like three times and we were level 23 or 24 and i told them let's just go to the core now we can yeah, just end it in 20 mistake. seconds yeah. And they and they didn't like three times the, the enemy yeah. team. Anyway, so I stayed positive and I was like, all right, you know, that's that's bad. But it's it's just those games don't really 
necessarily it's yeah, not it about less winning or losing. like we should have won so long ago yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, I get you, but I get it's not even that. it's not even about winning or losing at this point or staying positive it's just that when you lose sometimes it feels bad to to a point that it shouldn't like psychologically i don't understand why it feels so bad to have to 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 have lost when you know, in other games you lose and you just, it, it sucks, but you move on. Uh, yeah. In this one, especially when you get a bad streak or something that I never felt in Overwatch. Also because in Overwatch, it's relatively easy to understand what you have to do. So of course, you're always going to have idiots that go and, you know, mess, do something in their corner and don't con contribute to the effort. But in 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 Heroes, the game is a lot more complicated. You have to know when to lane, when to go to the objective, when to con continue a fight or retreat, all of this. So I don't know. It's just, it, it really feels that whatever efforts you're doing, there should be something helping you feel less bad when you lose. And at this point, once everything is done, you can have tried as much as possible. You have to yourself being an incredibly positive person to let not, do not let yourself be affected by that loss. Well, if you bring uh, the, if you pull whereas, the camera way out, I feel like this is this is a MOBA problem. It's not. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't think there's specific for sure. Yeah. Oh no, but, no, but of course, of course. You get it's just the only I one I know. In yeah. in the other MOBAs, because they're less team based. So a game like League of Legends, mm. uh, there's there's a guy who's a carry. There's a guy who's a support. Like you actually, as some you characters, know what you, you don't want to get the last hit. You right. want to give the money to the guy who's going to get really really strong. And then going to kill everybody later on, right? Yeah. And it's just like a weird new way to play MOBAs is what, you know, Blizzard has come up with Heroes, which is, and it's fantastic. And it, I'm so glad that it's the way it is because uh, the pro level and the games that you get at that level are so insanely good because there's so much action, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it, it is such a team-based game that you don't really get when I watch like a League of Legends. Like sometimes I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I don't play this game. This means nothing to me. I'm watching one guy like destroy a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas in Heroes, I'm watching this like really engaging five-on-five -five team combat, yeah. and that that would go away if you lessened this. But the drawback of it is a guy like Patrick, a guy like me, when we're playing in like the the 30s in Hero League, feels bad, man. Like it's just yeah. it's hard, and like the other people don't know what to do, and you don't know how to fix that, and you just it's like a few feeling of futility, right? You go in there and you just. You just never can get any footing in the game, and uh, you're just kind of running around like hoping other people will get it. Yeah, that's that definitely sucks. The good side, sure. the good side of it is that I believe Blizzard uh, is always aiming to improve things like that in all their games. So I suspect yeah. that they know this too, and they're not just letting it slide. They'd like to improve that experience for sure. And, and you know, even beyond that, I'm just I'm playing the game every day. I'm, I'm playing, you know, five, six, seven matches every day and enjoying it. It's mm. just sometimes you're like, oh. but yeah. I think it, they should really just still an, uh, I love the game. I, I yeah, would yeah. never have thought that I would have gotten into a MOBA. Never. Yeah. Even, you know, it's been a year since the game's been out. And uh, yeah, yeah, I love I, it. Here's what, I, here's what I've, I've said on Stormcast in the past uh, is I, I just think that there's just not enough gating at this point. Um, because really they, they should be stepping players into this stuff a little bit slower than they currently are. Like right now it's like, okay, level 30, do you own a few characters? Boom, Hero League, get on in oh, it there. Takes a, it takes a long time to get to level 30. Yeah. Well, yeah how much more you, By level 30, you're not necessarily like somebody who understands right. like how a draft should work. Like, so what I think is, is first you should have 
you know, you play with AI, you do some stuff, then you jump into some quick match and all that kind of stuff. And then they have a quick match with draft that's unranked. That's just a drafted quick match where you're not just like like thrown into the randomness. You actually are drafting, but it's not for like ranked points and it's a little bit more casual. But it's teaching you how like what drafting means and what it actually like how to accomplish drafting a good team, right? Mm-hmm. And then by the time you're 40 and you own a bunch of characters, then you can quick match or uh, Hero League because why do you need to before then, honestly? Like you're still progressing in the other stuff. You're gaining levels, you're doing all this stuff. So why why do you need to Hero League? I think the Hero League should really just be, no, no, no you've done all the other stuff now. This is, this is the ladder. I, I kind of agree, but I don't, and I've said this on Core, I don't think they get there until they have the critical mass of, player base that they need to justify three main modes of play well yeah but i mean it's yeah no it's very true but there's still millions of people playing like we had this this discussion on stormcast the other day which was like is the problem with matchmaking just that there's not enough players in the pool um and i don't think that is the problem because you know and my 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 analogy was if i could walk down to the local park and get a decent game of five on five basketball with whoever the hell is there I should be able to get a decent game of five on five heroes with millions of players. Yeah. Right. And so I I don't think like splitting up a little bit is going to be too bad as long as what you're doing makes sense. As long as you're you're stepping people up so by the time they get to the stuff they're not, you know, because I think what happens right now is people get into Hero League and they think that's what they should be doing mm-hmm. because that's the ranked thing, uh, and they're not quite ready for what it is. Like they haven't learned enough about a MOBA yet. And, and like, yeah, you shouldn't be seeing people in ranked play in Hero League even, at any level who don't understand that they shouldn't run into a group of five guys mm-hmm. and die. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah, that should I, be learned before you get to that point. So right? I think I kind of uh, agree with you, but not in the same way. I agree with the premise, not the method. I'm not sure, sure that oh, I'm um, sure there's a you know. Way to do it. So when you're what you're saying, you shouldn't run into a group of five guys. It happens way too often in in Hero League, and I really think that it is because it's never communicated to you in in any way you know that's why i I made it number one in my list yeah and i think that could be communicated in the uh quick matches there's no reason you know there's no reason it couldn't be and and also a casual draft system wouldn't teach you that either so i think there could be it probably shouldn't be someone making you watch a video because people would just skip it. I don't know exactly how, maybe a different kind of tutorial, maybe more involved, but certainly those basic concepts, I can't now that I'm, you know, I thought when I realized I shouldn't die, (laughs) um, I thought it was just me. And I can't believe the number of people in quick matches and ranked play do this. You're Mm -hmm. like, dude, retreat, just leave. And, And you see people spamming the retreat button and the tank trying to hold everyone, you know, the enemy team so that his team can escape. And you have two people just hovering around until and you know they're going to die. It's it's yeah. very frustrating. But, you know, it's I don't no, know. That, so, that you, you're playing with players who uh, you can't force people to be good. But but I'm just no, I'm but just if they don't even like, know, uh, you give a, you give people a longer like a longer amount of time to get to the ranked play. And then the ranked play is less frustrating for the people who but are that, actually like kind of taking it seriously, right? And that's I think. But I don't know. think I don't think it will it will make things because it's already what 15 20 hours of play before you can get into level 30. I don't think adding 5 hours or 10 hours is going to change that. All you need is 5 minutes of someone telling you, you know, do not die. 
and then you know and you know you, there are so anyway i think there are there are ways that the game could communicate to you uh better how to uh, properly play it and in that regard uh it's it's doing a poor job for now maybe, maybe that's why it's maybe uther the lightbringer could uh expand more maybe he could just instead yeah, of saying exactly. click here to move he could start talking well, about yeah Don't they could die. definitely do that but but i but i think you know like i'm just saying like you step up the level of complexity little by little because what happens is people get mm. people get to hero league when they hit level 30 because they're like oh now i could do hero league it like tells you like guess what it's unlocked uh and then they jump in there and they're they're like they just select the one hero that they know how to play rather than understanding why drafting is a thing. And, yeah. you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, just rather than just like shove people in there and say, all right, have at it, uh, just step them up a little bit slower and give them a little bit more a as they go until before you like increase the level of complexity to like all of a sudden Hero League rank. Like a, a guy, a guy like me who's, you know, level 40 been playing a lot. And this is also a problem with matchmaking uh, as well. Like, we, can't throw that out as as a non-factor because players who are experienced should generally play with other players who are uh and there's but there's like a balance there too so it's it's just there's a lot of factors and they're aware and we have actually talked to some of the blizzard people about this they're aware but the fixes aren't as easy as yeah like my little like here's my fantasy of how it should work <laughs> is not the thing that actually works and i understand that and they have a lot of people very smart people working on this and yeah. So, like, I feel like give it, you know, a, a, a few months and they'll be done with this whole matchmaking thing that they're doing and the games will be a lot more fun. I like but, Dustin Browder coming out on Twitter and just saying things like noted. I like his little brief <laughs> tweets. Yeah. By the way, we just had him on uh, Stormcast. Um, he announced the two new heroes on our show. What? Shut up. Not really. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Oh, I thought you I happened. Check on... out the episode. It's episode 80 and it's out right now. And uh, it's a short interview. I actually wasn't able to make it because I had a little family thing. But uh, he announced the two new heroes. Which oh, I that's think awesome. Were, that's so cool. Were, yeah, I, I, I thought here, it was so. some French site that got it or something, or maybe they didn't. Well, no, he did multiple There, there were a couple of interviews. Oh, yeah, he okay. did some international stuff, but the, I guess the American thing was Stormcast. Wow, so. that's awesome. Very, very cool. cool. Well, uh, yeah, though, well, let's talk about those real quick. Uh, the wizard Li Ming and the necromancer Zul, who was based on the Diablo 2 necromancer, my favorite uh, class in all of Diablo history. And my second favorite class in all of Diablo history, the Wizard, are both coming to the game, and I am completely jazzed about that. I'm a little surprised that we're getting two new Diablo characters back to back. At least we think they're back to back. Uh, yeah, they should be. Just because I don't know, I don't know why I'm thinking that. I guess we the only real event we've had is a Diablo one. We had a ton of Diablo content, and the fact that they're returning to that well already is, just seems awesome. But also, I'm surprised. Um, but anyway, very excited about both of these. Well, but we just had Cho'Gall and Greymane, right? So yeah, I guess that's wow. true. And Lunara, and yeah. Lunara, and that's Lunara. Warcraft. Yeah, oh, wow. that's that's true. I guess I'm, I don't know. Whenever they do a Diablo thing, I'm always <laughs> ultra excited. So I'm a little bit. It's kind of a problem with me. So I, I see it as more uh, as a bigger deal than it probably is. But the wizard appears to be, although they have not come out straight up and said for sure. But she appears to be a assassin. She she is an assassin. Yeah, yes. and the necromancer Zul appears to be a specialist. Yep. With uh, some other cool debuffy things he can do. He can actually talent into... Uh, the thing that got me most excited was talenting and making healing less effective. Uh, for those who are healing people on your opposite team, I think that's yeah. pretty awesome. I'm excited for the uh, I'm excited for the ultimates of both of these guys, too. Yeah. Um, some really, really cool stuff in there. Yeah. But also, the, the trait for the Necromancer is just super cool. Like, if, So if you're off laning and stuff, you're not just... 
killing the creeps, you're converting them into skeletons. Yeah, it's skeleton rays, it's called. You can have up to four from dead minions for about 15 seconds. You keep uh, sort of rinse and repeating that. Uh, you're going to be real trouble in lane uh, for people who are not paying attention to you. And then your uh, your heroics, your ultimates, are as follows. First one's a poison nova for him. It's a big poison explosion. Does massive damage over time to all the enemies hit. Uh, not very effective if it only catches one or two frontliners, but a major uh, playmaker if you hit it multiple uh, hit multiple heroes. And the yeah. second is skeleton mages. It works similar to Tassadar's force wall, which piqued my interest because I love that thing. Uh, creates a line of mages and slows anybody they hit. This allows Zul to split enemy teams to safer range. Does not impede movement, but basically it's a... I mean, it's another force wall, Yeah, which is fine. It's a slow instead of just like, here's a wall, right? It's yeah, yeah. Of, it's um, he, let's see, for her ultimates, you've got... Or her heroics, you've got Disintegrate, which is a lot like her Disintegrate in Diablo. And uh, probably going to work a lot like Lightning Breath does for Diablo himself. I'm guessing, I mean, because Disintegrate in Diablo moves, like, very quick as you spin. Mm -hmm. So, I'm thinking closer to Diablo's and not the friggin' Gauls stupid thing that takes forever. Oh, that slow rotating tank move. (laughs) Yeah, like, this should be something where you can kind of, like, hit it and just kind of, like, like, just kind of, like, slide it through a bunch of people and Mm -hmm. it should be pretty fun. Her uh, second heroic is Wave of Force, a lot like, uh, I don't know, well, it's a lot like her thing she does in, in Diablo, I suppose, but... Uh, it is a ranged telekinetic bomb, knocks enemies away from the center. It's uh, it's just like Wave of Force in that game, I'm guessing. So, well, Wave of Force goes from you in the game in Diablo. Yeah, this is like there a, you can send it somewhere. Yeah, this is like a reverse gravity bomb. Like uh, Gazlo's got a right. gravity bomb. You throw somewhere and it sucks people in. This is like you put it somewhere and it. Oh, I didn't realize you put it off site from her. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't you, realize it, that. It, it's a ranged bomb. So, I what I see this being really good for is on maps where. Uh, like, let's say you're on Cursed Hollow. There's two bosses on that map. You do some real sweet boss steals with this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wait until they've almost got it, and then you check a telekinetic bomb and knocks everybody off of the, oh the pad, gosh, and then you dude. jump on there. Yeah. There'll be some cool stuff you can do with this. I'm very play. excited about these two characters. Maybe. Plus, you have teleport, by the way. So oh, yeah. you can like, throw it on there and just teleport right on top of the pad. Yep. Steal it. Teleport appears yeah, to be... Very- yeah, Very ahead. short cooldown, low low range, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently it's super slow slow uh, low cooldown, so you can teleport all over the map. Yeah, imagine Vala's vault, Vala's vault, but shorter and more on the ready. So that seems all right mm-hmm. to me. I'm guessing she's going to be squishy as all hell and back. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, she's not bursty, but um, I, you know what? I, she's probably on par with Vala as far as. Squish. I heard she's less auto attacky though and more skill shoddy. That's that's basically. So she's different um, than, say, like like Jaina and Kael'thas, mm-hmm. where they have like this kind of big AOE stuff. Mm-hmm. She's got a little bit more focus damage, but um, I, I, I like her. I, I was actually playing with my buddy Cal, and he was disappointed that they didn't make the wizard like a specialist or something. And I was like, it's tough to make wizards anything but assassins, you know? It's yeah, like, they need to be assassins. That's just what people think of them as. Um, Completely agree. Yeah. And, and she, the necromancer is a specialist, so it's fine. And he's a badass, so don't forget that. Um, all right, very excited about both those things. They've been By teasing the way, it all uh, week. Patrick which... didn't play Greymane, but I played a bunch of Greymane. Oh, what do so you think? A couple of quick notes. Uh, you think that you should be in Worgen form all the time mm. initially, but really what you want to do is is be in human form and then use Worgen form to leap onto people to finish them off. Yeah, so save it. Save that it's thing. It's a weird thing that like it, a lot of people stepped into his character and just were like, 
all right, get into Worgen form, run around, swiping everybody. Um, but it's really like not, I think, the ideal way to play. And you can actually buff his Gilnean cocktail to be really, really powerful. So that you're doing a lot of ranged assassin damage, and then you still have uh, go for the throat as your ultimate, where you just leap on people and kill them. If it kills them, you get to do it again to somebody else. So it's like you just you're just back there, kind of poking, 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 and then somebody gets a little low, jump on their dead, jump on somebody else, and then all of a sudden you're rolling back and you're back into human form and you're and you're popping away at people again. It's it's actually really really cool his playstyle. He's super bursty. He's not going to be a high sustain damage guy, but in a fight where you have some other people who are doing some sustain, like let's say you pair him with like a Kael'thas or something, Kael'thas is doing a bunch of AOE damage and people get low and the living bomb hits and someone's a little low and then you just jump in there and finish him. So he's uh, he's very, very fun, but a super tricky hero to play. Yeah. Uh, he's got the hard tag um, and he deserves it because it's hard. So yeah. Yeah. People, who, people who are a little bit concerned about you know their ability to play the game just in general, I would not recommend... Spending the 15k gold on Gray Main just yet. Wait till you're, wait till things like map awareness and stuff are second nature. Yeah. So you can concentrate on stuff like switching between Worgen and human forms. Yeah. Because it's not easy. In the right hands, though, devastating. My gosh. Yeah, I know. I, I, I do think we'll see him in, uh, in competitive play at some point. Yeah. Because um, he's, he's just, it's, it's going to take like the right comp around him mm-hmm. because he's, he's not going to be your main source of damage. But if you have other, big sources of damage he will finish you off yeah real good plus his model is cool and if you compare it to the model in wow the one in wow looks like shit (laughs) i got i picked up the little package that comes with like the lion mount and the lion mount is the weirdest thing ever (laughs) it is weird have you checked it out yeah i don't like it (laughs) it's i know i was like well okay i guess i'll get i get a mount yeah and then i was like why is it always looking at the ground (laughs) looking directly at the ground in front of it yeah it's weird it's not because a. Because you've been beating the poor lion, and that looks like just like a. Yeah, it's real it's like weird. A sad lion that just doesn't want to look up. Well, if y'all want a uh, deeper discussion on all these issues, uh, check out Core and Stormcast and uh, Into the Nexus and various shows. There, where it's a big week for for heroes fans and new stuff coming. Hey guys, quick reminder that our friends at Squarespace.com are sponsoring the instance today. What is Squarespace.com? It's the place to go if you want to build a professional website without having to be an expert. And I don't just mean it's like this cheap and easy way to do things for dummies. I mean, you know what you like. You know what looks good. And they know you're not stupid. But they know you don't want to learn all, every freaking programming language in the world to do a nice website and compete with today's web. Nope. You go over there. You pick the template you want. They look great on mobile as well as desktop. You plug in your stuff. You got a website. You're done. It's a pretty incredible experience. I love those guys. I have for years, and I'm very happy to have them here on the show. Uh, When you go over there, you get a free trial. Don't have to put in a credit card or anything. You just go for it. And if you decide to stay, and I think you will, use the code INSTANCE at checkout. That'll get you 10% off your account at squarespace.com. Again, squarespace.com and the code INSTANCE for 10% off. Go today. Uh, I did want to talk about Diablo real quick. 2.4 hit. Uh, so did Season 5. It's a very nice patch. Lots of refinements. Some interesting changes and additions. I'm doing a Witch Doctor this time around, playing solo. I'll tell you why. 
uh, here in a second, but I'm really loving it. The game feels just as refined as it ever has. And um, I decided this time around, the reason I went, I'm going solo this entire run to 70. After that, fine, I'll group all day long. But I'm soloing because the last two seasons, I had a bunch of friends just run dungeons with me and power level all of our characters. Yeah, well, you stand at the doorway. Yeah, yeah, I don't love that because I feel like I'm, the progression's half the fun for me. I like, ooh, this yellow's better than the last blue I had. Or I like, I like even the smallest parts of the early goings and mid-game and everything else and unlocking new runes and not just skipping past them and then later trying to sort it out. Like, I just want to play it like I play Diablo, the way I've always played Diablo and had the most fun or gotten the most out of it. So while that means I'm going to level slower than everyone else, um, and I'm only at like 55 or something um, since that patch in on Tuesday, and I haven't played that much, but when I have played, I really, really enjoyed my time in there. And that's another odd thing, because the only other time I played uh, a Witch Doctor is when I have power leveled him, but not with Grabzebo. He is now just cranking along. I've got great combos of stuff happening, some pretty sweet legendaries that I'm rolling with now, and I really, really like it. So uh, I recommend that if you are traditionally a solo player and haven't found the fun lately, it might be because you haven't gotten back to your roots. And I realize it takes longer, and there's a temptation to have Ralph run you through a bunch of rifts. But Well, people do play in an odd way, I think, where they just it's just a race to see how high of a Paragon level you can get. Yeah. Uh, how fast you can get there and all that kind of stuff, and then you just run out of things to do, right? Yeah, it's no fun. Um, but I, but I did that. I did what you did, like season one, mm. and I was like, "Yep, all right, I don't need to do that anymore." Yeah. So I just got, I got power. I'm a Paragon 200 already, and like we're just we're we're tearing it up. Well, now that uh, it's now that we're at the point where the game is well. So one of the things they announced with this, I should mention this. Uh, they say this. Here's a quote. We heard a lot of your feedback when it came to seasons. So first up is a change that includes our non-seasonal players. Starting with season five, which is this one that just launched, we will no longer be including new seasonal legendaries. Instead, all legendary items that come with patch 2.4, and there are new ones, will be made immediately available to players regardless of season participation. I really like the sound of that because mm-hmm. while I'm enjoying the season five, I will probably not do a new seasonal unless the rewards are insane next next uh, time around. Um, I say that, but the reason I'm doing it now is because of that guaranteed set thing at the end of this one. So uh, maybe they'll yeah, I'll probably do a seasonal character every single time just because I, I don't know. It's just like fun to like feels good do a new character. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's not about the rewards for me. It's just about starting a new character and doing a new progression. The and game feels really good. Be kind of like singular to that season and not i'm just way behind because some people just play this game like six hours a day and oh yeah like john John jagger was 70 70 like the night he started like yeah well yeah i mean yeah that still happens but i'm talking like my main or something is you know like years behind some people's like oh yeah no doubt but my seasonal character is days behind so (laughs) it's fine like Feels right. better, man. Right. No, it's a good game. Um, they just were really taken, all, taken out all the stops. So, for example, uh, new set dungeons with this patch. This is a feature where they're like specific dungeons. They play like testier class sets. They're really hard. Yeah, very challenging. I did, I did. I've only done one. You don't get anything at the end, which is like super weird for Diablo. Mm-hmm. You get to the end, you're like, where's my uh, where's my bag of loot? Or where's what, what happened? Mm-hmm. No stuff dropped. Uh, but you have to like complete these like mini challenges. It's not just about clearing the dungeon. You have to, you know, in mine, I'm playing a crusader. You have to get hit by 75 spears Mm -hmm. 
and then you have to kill five elites in a very specific way using like two of your abilities have to be active the moment the when the elite dies it's right? like it's like achievements the game is what yeah. it feels like so but then also you have to like kill enough things in a short amount it's like four minutes or something he had mm -hmm. but what it did was it actually kind of taught you how to play your class a little bit uh which i think is really cool it it actually told you like this way it's like hey have these two abilities up when you kill this guy then when you do it you realize oh my god having those two abilities up at the same time is like crazy op mm -hmm. uh, that's what i should have been doing the whole time i think that's what they're kind of pointing at right yeah is to get people to understand what their class in the set of gear that they're in is supposed to be doing yeah and it totally works that way but it is very hard it's pretty neat um i like it i don't know that it'll be a thing i care that much about in the long run i'm not gonna I, do all 24 of yeah them. i just that's like that it exists because there are players who are gonna love that and eat that up uh, which is great there's new areas gray hollow island it's really cool there i like it a lot um it's like basically the woods Scary Woods. Uh, Leoric's Manor and Eternal Woods were added to areas that already exist, but they're also very cool. Leoric's Manor in uh, particular, I really like the motif of that entire area anyway, so more of that yeah. is always good for me. And that's actually how you get to your set dungeon, is yep. you have to go to Leoric's Banner, and there's like a, a book thing. Yep. You yep. click on it, a little page comes out, you read it, and then it gives you a clue mm -hmm. to where the portal is. Yep. So you have to read the clue and figure it out. It's really interesting. It's a bit like finding Kanai's Cube or you know any of the other things in the game, the, the mm -hmm. cow level and all that. There's there's stuff there's steps you have to take. It's very cool. Um, more stash space you can buy. I think it was five hundred thousand gold. You could buy a new tab and then create new tabs under that tab, which is cool because I was running out of space real bad on my main. So I bought that immediately for him. They keep giving you more stuff and not more space. So yeah. You yeah. know what I like? Here's what I like. I like, so if you went to BlizzCon this year, you got as one of your rewards, uh, digital rewards anyway of going, or if you got the, the virtual ticket, you got a Murloc looking um, uh, treasure goblin as a pet. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't know when I got that pet because I hadn't equipped it or anything. I just thought, oh, that's cool. It'd be part of my collection. I didn't know he ran around and got all your gold for you. Well, any pet does now. All your pets. Do. What? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Any pet. Are you, you serious? Whatever pet you want. Yep. They all get your gold? Yeah, yeah. Pets get your gold now. Oh, my Lord. That changed my life because I've got all the, like, I'm big on, like, having all the gems equipped and stuff and, and extra uh, stuff from the cube and whatever to, to improve my gold drop. I just love having all the gold ever, and I have tons of it. Patrick, you'd freaking love it because you're a gold hoarder. But um, now that he's running around grabbing it all, it's like I don't have to vacuum anymore. You yeah, can yeah. just go used, get it. it. Used to suck to like kill everybody and then like run around in circles for a second. Yeah. Uh, now you just you keep pushing through. You just keep pushing. Oh, and so stuff. good. I didn't Maybe. know that. All right, I don't have to have him out with his big BlizzCon banner. Then I thought no, it was no, just him. Any any pet out will do it. Because yeah. I thought, oh, they did this because BlizzCon sucks up all your money, and so <laughs> uh, makes sense. The thing is, though, it. gold is not that hard to come by anymore. So like. Oh no, it's nothing now. It's like I I got to oh. once you get to seventy and stuff, you get like a single puzzle ring. Mm -hmm. For people who don't know, if you get something called the puzzle ring, you can go to the cube, and pop it into the cube, and it'll open a portal, to uh the vault. Right. And the vault will give you like a hundred million gold. Yeah, it's the it's, it's the treasure goblin realm, and you you used to not, you used to have to get that randomly. Now you get it. If you have a you get that ring ring yeah, and you that, just that go specific in. ring. Yeah. Uh, and then you go in there and it's just like everything like you anything that you break any of the like, you know, the pots and stuff, you mm -hmm. break them. Mm -hmm. There's just 
millions of gold inside him. And then the dude at the end just drops tons of gold and he spits out little treasure goblin dudes and like it's crazy. It's, it's awesome. It's like if you've never seen the treasure right? goblin realm, you're missing out. It's awesome in there. And you just everything has gold in it. The whole place is made of gold. You leave there and you never need gold again. Like <laughs> Kinda, one yeah. time through that and you're good to go. <laughs> well, I have I have it so everything drops gold pretty much constantly and I have so much gold that gems are no longer the problem they used to be for me because I used to be I used to spend so much money on gem manufacturing. Like covetous shem, that dude's got some He's got four houses, one on the, each coast. He's got jet planes and owns his own island or something because, my Lord, he takes my gold. Um, and uh, just little known fact, that uh, go- goblin realm thing where all the gold is, the gold is yeah. uh, I hear it's modeled after uh, Mike Moheim's office at the height of World of Warcraft, <laughs> just so you know. Wow, really? Okay. I yeah. wonder if, I wonder if the character, doing? what's his name? Greed? Or whatever Reader, it is. Reader, yeah, the guy at the end. I, ho- yeah. I hope that isn't him in the treasure chest at the end. Because <laughs> that favorite part of that whole dungeon is when you get to the end and you keep clicking like his treasure chest and mm-hmm. just keeps opening and closing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and nice and gory. Nothing keeps coming out of it, but you just, just I don't know. I just have to click. In, on in it. a world of the cleaned up violence of Heroes of the Storm and uh, Overwatch, it's nice to know that Blizzard still has a very violent, bloody game. <laughs> yeah, that they make. Yeah, I was streaming Diablo, and people, I guess people who like don't play it were watching and. The comment was like, "This game is very dark." Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, man. it's called it's called Diablo. It's not yeah. you know. Well, back in the day, remember though when they first announced it and showed off stuff, people were concerned that the new 3D engine looked too wowish and too colorful and too like that that they were going to lose the darkness of the Diablo series. Yeah. And the well, game to, the game proved to them be wrong. Fair, to be fair, when you had you know 32 colors and you wanted to create a, a red and black game. There wasn't a lot of uh, nuance. Exactly. So yeah, Diablo two was darker. But, right, uh, but it's the same people that didn't like, or uh, is it Legend of Zelda? Uh, what's the one, the good one that, that's all cartoony looking, but now everyone loves it. But at the time, everyone thought it was going to be terrible. Arena of Time. Uh, no, the other one, uh, uh, the one with the boat. Why can't I think of the name? Anyway, the, the, the GameCube one. It's it's also they have an HD oh, version. Ah, the boat one. The, the Blackthorn. Legend of no. Zelda and the. Chat room will be like all over this. Craptacular feet. What's it called? Chat room, help me. Someone will hear it. All right. When okay. when they do. Oh, the 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 Zelda game. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, of course. The the ah. Oh, I know, right? This <laughs> oh. is happening to both of us. I uh, did. What Legend of Zelda and the boat Wind Waker. Jeez. Wind Waker. Thank you, Silver Wiz. Jeez, Louise. Actually, no. I I found. I remembered. Yeah. Oh, you did, did you? Okay, <laughs> I see job. what you did there. Anyway, uh, there's things they don't talk about in this patch. I just wanted to mention because I think it's great. There are new spell effects. There are new little flourishes everywhere graphically that really improve some things. For example, uh, when ice exploding uh, things are down by elites, uh, and they usually just sort of get big and then explode, and you get either frozen in it or you get out of it. Those have these like icicles reaching up from the from the edges of the circle now. Um, when a elite blows up because he's one of those blow up at the end guys. There's like a big like fire flare in the middle that wasn't there before this patch. So there's like lots of little stuff like that that have really just improved generally the way the game looks and feels. I don't I don't know that I've ever seen a more refined experience. And this is not one of their games where they're getting regular. I mean, people still buy the game, but they're not getting like a regular revenue stream the way they do if they're either free to play games or uh, wow with a subscription or whatever. 
I mean, this is a video-ass video game where you bought it once and you play it to hell and back, and the way they've supported it is nothing short of, I think, almost miraculous because they really don't get much out of it, you know? I completely agree, yeah. completely. However, yeah. I think I'm ready for Diablo 4. I mean, for an announcement, and then it will come in three years. How but... about just a new expansion? And a new and a new oh yeah character I, I guess I'm just I'm just thinking now I'm not I I don't think we're gonna get an expansion e, oh 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 at this stage you think no new expansion yeah I I think if if they were gonna do an expansion we would have heard about it by now yeah uh, maybe I'm wrong I would be just as happy with an expansion but it's kind of the I'm in the all right you know I've 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 gone through this uh and i wouldn't mind coming back for an expansion but i jumped in for two four and it was it was okay i played for a little bit but it's not different enough that it's going to grab me like it did when the game first came out and i i've done a couple of patches where i played a lot already um i i would like either an expansion or a completely new game but i just don't think the expansion is what we're going to get so probably not but I'd take whatever they give me. I've I've gone on record to oh, say yeah. if they took that King acquisition and made a matching Diablo gem game, match three game, I'd buy that. I'd pay a bunch of money for that. I'll do whatever, <laughs> man. I'm here for you. Diablo, bring it. More. Okay. Overwatch, real quick. Close beta. Comes back in February. This was just announced. Kind of what we figured. What Didn't you predict that, Patrick, last time we talked? You were like, yeah, uh, this isn't happening in January or something. Well, yeah, it wasn't really a prediction. They said they might it might slip to um to February if they if they needed to. Um my prediction that I did the, basically 2 hours before they confirmed this was that it was going to come back the moment I uh take my computer apart to get it shipped to Finland <laughs> and uh, I'm glad that in fact I was wrong. Okay. Um Good. So the the big thing though is they're going to be it's going to be coming back sometime in February probably around mid February maybe a little bit later they don't think it's going to slip beyond February mm. but um they are going to have along with the progression system that they had already announced um they're also going to have a uh, a new mode and new maps to accompany the mode so that is super exciting because one thing that I think everyone agreed could make the game uh, was a little bit lacking in the game as it was when the beta first came out was maybe one or two additional modes to uh, change things up a little bit more. Yeah. So the fact that we're getting a new mode, first of all, is super exciting. And second of all, we, we, we're very curious to see what it's going to be. But. Oh, I can't freaking wait. I've been, I don't know about you two, but I've been jonesing. Sitting here in my uh, own. Me too. Sitting here in my own urine going, damn it. <laughs> could sure use a little I, i'm i am super excited yeah. uh of course as you know it's like my my game of the year 2015 is overwatch even though it was just a beta yeah so, so it'll probably be your game of the year 2016 when it comes out well if it isn't it's got to be a big disappointment yeah are did, were you <laughs> but, yeah. did you feel i meant to ask you this as a follow-up did you feel like your okay. time with overwatch helped you enjoy heroes more because i have that theory that both of those games are good at that on both sides or will be when it's out. Any 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 truth to that? In like the competition side of it or something or any mm. of that? No, it's not like I didn't. It's not like I didn't enjoy competitive games before. You know, I've played uh, obviously BGs and WoW, and I've played Destiny and Call of Duty, and I've played this here and there. I don't think that was the block for for heroes. What really dragged me in was playing a little bit of Chogal to get it, mm -hmm. uh, and then that crazy week uh, uh 
month where they had uh, everything half off. And then I had the, I played enough to, because I was just trying things and I got the first Steam pack and then I wanted the second one. And then I had to play a lot to take the most, <laughs> you know, to take advantage of that. Yeah. So they suckered me in and, and that's why I got into it. They got you on every won. single point of what they try to oh. do to get people in. They got you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And the, the, I even, I even, uh, tweeted out my, uh, my code for, you know, uh, uh, recruiting yeah. to get the vulture mount. Uh, I got like a couple of people who stopped playing. So, <laughs> oh man, I just tweeted it out once in the middle of the night. I did finally yeah. get it. The big the experiment was two of us on the core were going to go do it the hard way, or the easy way rather, which is just kind of like make fake accounts and you know help each other and all that, and like rush yourselves through it. And I decided, nope, just going to put the link out, see what happens. I didn't get it for about a week and a half later than everyone else, but it eventually came through. And it is a pretty sweet mount. I hated that program, but now I kind of... Well, now that you have it, you like it, right? Is that how it works? still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you have it or not, that was, that was a bad idea. I, kind of, I, I still agree that the idea was bad, but it's a cool mount. That's all. Well, the idea was uh, fine. The implementation was bad. Yeah, I'll give you... Uh, I'm with you on that. Totally agree. The, just answering a couple of common questions about the Overwatch beta when it returns. Um, it's still going to be a limited beta. If you had access to the uh, session in December and October, December, uh, November, December, you're going to have access to it uh, in February as well. They might expand it a little bit, but probably not a huge amount. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's not going to turn into an yeah, open beta. Open yeah, I don't, and and I don't think it will be at any point super big open. Maybe they're going to do a big weekend to stress test their infrastructure, but I don't think it's going to be heroes or Hearthstone levels because obviously it's not a free to play game, so it's a different uh, testing structure and uh, they have different needs. So, mm -hmm. well, there you go. Uh, all very exciting stuff. We have a couple of these, and we're going to play them now. Hear ye, hear ye. Why? It's the Town Crier. <laughs> it is the Town Crier where we listen to your feedback. We get both phone calls and emails. If you'd like to participate in this part of the show, you're always encouraged to. number to call is 801-471-0462, or you can email us at theinstance at gmail.com. Let's start with a call about what changed. Hey, everyone that's decided to show up to work today. Andy here. Um, so... I have only been playing WoW intermittently since Pandaria hit, but I came back for Warlords of Draenor uh, just when the subscribers hit their peak. Uh, and I've just come back to it now as well. Um, obviously there was a gap between those two times. And my question is, what on earth happened in that time? When I last listened to your show, you guys were in love with Warlords, you loved garrisons, you thought that raiding had never been better, I think that's an exact quote from you guys. Quick correction. Dungeons had never been better. That's different than rating. Anyway, keep going. Uh, you were happy to not have flying in Draenor, um, and were just very positive about the state of the game. Um, now, it's all doom and gloom, and you kind of hate it, despite being the Blizzard fanboys that you are, uh, that we all are. Uh, and I'm just wondering, what changed? A little hyperbole in there. I don't hate anything. Yeah, I don't hate the game. I just yeah, kinda, either. No. I kind of ran out of stuff to do. That's yeah, much I ran out of steam. I mean, there's still things for me to do, but I got bored with my garrison and well, you know stuff that I do. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Things I want. I, th I think there there are a couple of things. Uh, so when did Warlords come out? Was uh, it uh, 
Dude, it was right. At, it was the week after BlizzCon 2014. So right. So it's been almost a year and a half. Yeah. And we've had one patch. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Yeah. Uh, that's the first thing. Uh, the garrison is kind of a, a weird thing because yes, it was absolutely awesome, and we've addressed this a couple of times on the show. Uh, the, the garrison is a special case. It was fantastic for a month and a half. It was super fun, excellent, and then. For some reason, you know, we realized that after a month and a half, it was just if you weren't playing every day for for five hours, which we were doing when it first came out, then it was eating up. If you wanted to maintain your garrison, it was eating up your entire playtime. And it was just it became a maintenance game like the ones you have on iOS and you didn't really play the game itself. So I think that's what uh, changed in regards to the garrisons for everything else. It's just, it's still, it's super fun. It's just, you can't do the same thing for a year and a half. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. uh, You have a garrison chores, you know, when you log in and that's just, that just feels, just feels really, really wasteful of your time just running around. Like, and at this point I'm wonder like why I'm even doing them anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't, I pretty much don't like, I don't, I can't remember the last time I went into my mine shaft and, and actually mined ore. Uh, and then there's a lot of things that are progression-based but kind of happen fairly quickly, and then you're kind of sitting there wondering what you're supposed to do at that point. So unless you're, like, raiding pretty consistently, uh, it just kind of feels like the game kind of burnt out on itself, right? Yeah, and yeah. right now, I'm not really enjoying raiding when I do it, so I'm hoping that there's, there's some spark that, you know, and I don't really do it because of that. So yeah. I'm hoping there's some spark that will happen uh, with with the newer new, newer content. But I, I guess maybe it's just the the fights hadn't been that engaging to me uh, this time around. So, and they were at first, they definitely were. But over time, they just yeah. And for it, for so. me, the my comment back when we were praising things was I think the dungeon content is some of the best in the game. But I'm you know I'm that was back when I was playing dungeons and we weren't even raiding yet. I still really enjoy the Yeah, they were they're great. I mean, there's there's I don't have anything horrible to say about uh Warlords except that it ended too quickly. The stuff I was left to do afterwards didn't feel as compelling as even just boring dailies in Pandaria did. Um so I don't know, we're just at that stage. It's just one of those stages and it was very hot. When that thing hit, all all engines on fire, man. It was like, "Whoa, look at all this great stuff." I it just didn't have that like sticking power. And it's also, I mean, the dungeons, you know, you know, you had a lot of specifically different things that you haven't, you hadn't seen in previous dungeons and that was refreshing and fun. Mm-hmm. But also I think if we, you know, everyone agrees, I think that now we've done these expansion things, what, six times. So you burn on them, you know, you burn out on them a little bit faster than the first two or three times. And that's natural. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a little bit of that as well in, in, on top of mm-hmm. everything else. Uh, I so think you hit the nail on the head though, Patrick, you said yeah. there's been one patch like that. Uh, that's yeah, exactly. The, the normal patch cycle is just not what we've gotten this time around, you know? So while it's all shiny and new, right. When it comes out and like the, you know, and the, the caller said he started playing again when it was at the peak, I think we've reflected what everyone else has kind of reflected which is the the subscriber base has gone significantly down we reflected that just without unsubscribing but just recognizing why the game isn't as interesting to that many people right now yeah he came back it's not a dead game in any by any stretch of the imagination and there's still uh, a a, you know brand new expansion coming around that's going to revitalize a lot of things now it's just a question of are they going to be able to hold on to that 
better than they did this time around, and that's what I think we're all hopeful for. Mm-hmm. And by the call, caller's own admission, he came back at the beginning of Warlords and then disappeared himself until. Yeah, so something happened to him, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't know. I would, I would just say that it's it's easy to look at that and see that change and go, oh, everyone hates it. No, no I don't think. Well, anybody who's being really yeah, truly I don't honest, I don't hate I don't. anything about it. I just wish that there was more I wanted to do in it right now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. you know, that's on Blizzard to to figure that out for the for the player base at large. And I love what I've done in the alpha so far. I think Legion looks to fix a lot of what I'm not doing right now. Yeah, or or even you know fixing or not fixing ultimately if they they're going to put out the expansion we're going to play it for two three months if there's no new content on the horizon or you know uh, coming regularly we might go away again and it's fine i think it's it's okay it's not like no one can expect anyone well some people might do that but i don't think anyone is going to be playing the same game for 10 plus years because that's how old it is now uh, mm-hmm. all the time Every day, we did that for like what five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I played World of Warcraft every day, sometimes multiple hours a day, uh, for six years, seven years. Now I don't do that anymore, and I think a lot of people are in that situation. So it's not like all of a sudden they're going to come up with a magical formula with Legion or another uh, expansion that is going to bring you back playing it every day for the next five years. I don't think that's going to happen. It's just going to bring you back, enjoy the game, enjoy where your character is going for a few months, maybe come back for another patch, which we would if there was another patch with you know significant content. Um, and then you maybe go back to Heroes of the Storm or Overwatch. As long as you're playing a Blizzard game, it's okay. Yeah. If you go somewhere else, then you know the Blizzard militia finds you and pokes you with a stick. You just but- you've just laid out what they're doing. They're exactly it is exactly what Blizzard is doing. It's the right right way to respond to all of this. To look at a, a lower base of players and people being frustrated with not having as much fun in the current game and calling that an abject failure, it would that you may as well call Diablo one a failure. You may as well call uh, Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness a failure. He's, he's not doing nobody's that, playing he's just those wondering why, why we don't. Well, and I don't mean him specifically, right. but there's a general kind of vibe in the community right now that it's this, this means Scott. Blizzard's failing. And they're not failing Scott, at anything. Scott Johnson. Yes. What's, what's your middle name? Uh, fanboy, Blizzard fanboy Johnson. No, no, no. no I'm, oh, I'm Blaine. My dad's name, Blaine. I was going to I was going to mom you. I was going to go like, Scott Delano Johnson. I'm it's Blaine. Be, be a, like Blaine, like Blaine oh. blood, blood hoof, like that. Really? Yeah, for real. That is awesome. So, <laughs> Scott Blaine Johnson. People have been saying that forever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, you're right. You're totally right. I just like to remind people once in a while that, uh, you know, it's easy to get angry because of a thing you don't, for some reason, you're like, well, I'm not as having as much fun as I used to have. Blizzard sucks. No. It's you. You have changed. You are bored. Or maybe, yeah. maybe uh, there was a way to make WoW, you know, consistently incredible to the point that everyone would have kept playing WoW only for 15 years in their life. Maybe, um, but you know what? A lot of people have tried. No one has succeeded, yeah. and the ones that have succeeded the best is Blizzard. Yeah. So I'm guessing that if they couldn't do it, then probably there is no way. I so. play. I played a little Blade and Soul this week. That weird Korean MMO. Oh um, uh, yeah, I heard you on Boop. That's a weird game. 
it's cool yeah, though. Some people it, really seem to like it, but uh, it's pretty neat, Dills. It's just weird. Like it's the dialogue is, is just some weird stuff. Oh, it's terrible. The story is just if you uh, <laughs> if you change the size of the of the boobs of like the girl and then you like rotate her, yeah. they jiggle. I know they do. <laughs> they totally <laughs> like, do. Legit jiggle. And uh, every Korean so, MMO ever made, this is what they've got: big buff dude model, way too sexy lady, uh, way sexist model. And then a little weird girl model of like a little creature thing with huge ears. With like bunny ears. They all and, do uh, it. Yeah. Every one of these games has that, has it's that just like, thing. You know, as much as the Koreans hate the Japanese, they're really the same. No, they've adopted all their ideas for games. And they do the same kind of art styles. Like they are way influenced by Japanese. Let's, let's get super offensive now. No, I hear Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all those yellow people. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, your pa- Patrick wow. really did take a new way. level, but but look, here's what I'm saying is, and I have Korean relatives, so I, I can say this. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 I forgot Scott, so, you could you play know. that card. I've lived in Japan. I love Japan. I've studied it for ten years. Yeah, I'm just saying that maybe. So I, I'm willing to look at it this way. So if you're going to have your archetypes of buff dude, uh, sexy lady, and little weird elf or little weird animal girl, uh then I guess it wouldn't be that different than us saying big Norse guy, uh, female human, and a and an elf. Like, we I'm do the same saying, thing. Though, we didn't need the jiggly boobs. Like, that's, that's like, it's a little over the top. No, it's way know? over the top, and they all it's, do it. <laughs> they all do it. There's, I'm sure there are, like, tons and tons of 10-year-old kids who haven't gotten past the character creation screen yet <laughs> because they're just jiggling the boobs. And Well, I hope, they're, be... I hope they're 12 and 13 and not 10, but yes. I mean, well, you'd hope times have changed, Scott. They have, so, haven't uh, they? You know, hormones and stuff that's in the milk. I don't know. Easy access but, to porn. Uh, sure. All those yeah. things. Yeah. It's just I saw it. And I was like, really? I really? Know. I know. It's annoying. Like, it could jiggle in the game, but, you know, <laughs> even in that, the even in that nation screen is too. You know, much. I, there, there's I, this. I Googled uh, Blade and Soul and got to the picture section. Yeah, there's one uh, not too far. Uh, the top where they're actually oiled. The ladies. <laughs> Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's like yeah, when you get more armor, you just get oiled up more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> what's iro- what's ironic? The, the arrows slide yeah. off your your thigh yeah. when it's oiled. Uh-huh. Of course, but you what's... actually don't like put on more stuff too. Like you get gear and stuff, and it's like you still just have whatever outfit you want. So you just have like a bikini or something, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. And you just have that all the time. That's yeah, there's like. some. It's the... not like you put like a big suit of armor. Over the there, top. Are, there are some outfits where you can be a little less risque, but. But here's the thing: the, the who's going to choose that? No outfits. one's going to choose that. But and they and this the funny thing is these Korean MMOs that have been coming out like crazy, and I could name others. Davillion's another one I've been messing with. There's a bunch of other games like that, but they all have this problem that we just described. But at the same time, they have really unique approaches to some gameplay stuff and some really fun ways of handling like tired and old ways of doing it in traditional MMOs. And it, it's like they're in two worlds. They got a, one foot in innovation and another foot in like this archaic late 80s French cut bikini sex brain, jiggly boob brain. Like they can't figure out how to spend more time over on the innovation side. It's very interesting. It can't go all the way. It's a good game though. It's cool. So it's like a fighting game. I heard the combat is interesting. Yeah. And um, that's cool. Seems neat. It's a, it's a martial arts thing. Yeah. It's all, it's like a fantasy, but it's set all in very like martial arts sort of Asian fantasy. It's pretty, pretty, it's very different than what you're used to. It's not giant swords and, and, you know, guys with huge shoulder pads and all that. And it's all very, ah, uh, Master Wong, he gave us the great gift of the, you know, it's very, like, you know. How how interesting that you choose that name. 
what Wong? Yes. <laughs> no, there really is. A, I think there's a guy in there named Master Wong of or something. There is. I think something like that. And the acting is terrible. It's real bad localization, but in a way that's kind of great. So I'm gonna keep messing with it. It's all right. Uh, let's do an email. Jason, this is our final thing, and then uh, Patrick can go to dinner with Guy. Uh, <laughs> hi, he's, he's got to yell at me. Is this he's his not big my, goodbye? My manager the, anymore, but I, I'm still afraid of him. He still manages you in some ways. Um, all right, this is here's the email. This is from Jason. It says formerly uh, Legeric or whatever of the Scarlet Crusade server. Love the show. Been listening for years. I haven't played WoW in about a year and a half, and I just recently found a website where I can play vanilla WoW on their own private server. First thing, uh, we've heard of these before, but the first time I ever played was about two years ago. Uh, into, into it. Uh, two, years two years into it, sorry. So I didn't get to experience it from the beginning. I'm really having fun playing it as it was uh, when it first came out. Even being killed quite a few times before level 10 didn't bother me. The fights and quests are more of a challenge now, and it feels like I'm actually working for something instead of being give, having it given to me in large sums. I think the current version of WoW had this much of a challenge, uh, or I wish, or I th- what all right. Anyway, he says he'd go back to it if it had that level of challenge. What are your opinions on this? Thanks. Keep up the great work, Jason. So, uh, yeah, you hear about this all the time. People running. Mm-hmm. We should we should mention this is not something Blizzard condones um, at all. No. But uh, people running it's, vanilla servers to try right. to get back to the glory days. And I've always held the opinion that I would probably not like it because I like refinement. I like improvement. I don't want to see ancient graphics and things. Well, and so, But maybe I'm wrong. So- maybe there's something to it. You know, I think there there's an argument amongst the WoW community of people who are saying that they made WoW too easy, and they certainly have. the The progression is relatively easy. There is challenging content at end game, but uh, the progression and your first experience when you first get into the game is relatively easy. Um, and there are people who are arguing, "Oh, this is for Care Bears," even though that was the argument when it first came out, and those people think that that was. Uh, challenging, but it, they're saying it's for Care Bears, it's too easy, so it's boring. And maybe there's an argument to be made there. Um, it, it, I don't think it is, but at least for some people it would be. But uh, Blizzard has a lot of data on uh, people who stick with the game and people who don't. And I'm fairly sure that if they saw making it easier would get new players to quit quicker, um, I think they would have changed that. So they, they're tailoring the... Um, the experience, the beginning experience for uh, to to for retention of players, uh, but so yeah, but for for those people, then certainly it doesn't fit as well. But uh, I don't think it applies to to a lot of people. That's the only. But the uh, thing lesson. is, there is a market for it clearly because people are taking it upon themselves to make these servers right and and well, play there's the always game this been way. The, so you know they'll they've they'll always do been that. there though. Well, yeah, but like these people will do that, and uh, and the rest of us won't, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're doing this, you're taking a risk. Um, and to to me, it's like if I want the challenge in WoW, the challenge in WoW is like PvPing because the other players are challenging to play against, uh, high end rating and all that kind of stuff. Like that's still all very challenging. I don't need like collecting ten uh, pieces of ore to be challenging. Like I, I don't. I don't personally need that to be something that takes a long time uh, to finish a single quest, or well, especially whatever, at this stage of the game. Like, yeah, but I but I do like things like you know here's here's a challenging quest here and there, and the reward is pretty cool if you if you do it, and I, I do like that kind of stuff. Uh, like in Diablo, I really liked these these this class dungeon. It was really hard. I had to figure it out. I had to kind of like solve a puzzle. So I do want some of those in there, but I also don't want like in Diablo, I also just want to stomp through 
everything else until I get to the elite, right? Like, I don't want that to be like every single guy is really, really hard. Well, yeah, and like some that's people do want that having you know? having adjustable difficulty and, and and scaling difficulty like Diablo does is is a thing I sometimes wish WoW would have incorporated, and it's a yeah, huge system wide thing. So want, yeah. having having that in there, I realize is a giant thing to go back and do, and I sure. don't expect them to, but. Yeah. But it's nice because you can say, well, I'm just looking for act rewards because I need to do some stuff at the cube. So I'm going to tear through this on normal or hard and just lay waste without even thinking about it because all I'm in this for is those materials. But then I want to do this rift and really challenge myself and I have full control over that. Like there's something to be said for that. Um, in an MMO setting, that's probably a much harder thing to to implement. And I I'm not would never claim that would be a simple retrofit for them, but... Meh, there's something there. And uh, maybe one day they'll do a new MMO. I don't know. I don't know what Blizzard's plans are. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the fact is some people want everything to be hard, and probably most people don't, but some people do. So give them their option. Yeah, it's fine. if it's hard for more than four hours, though. Uh, <laughs> Consult a physician. Yeah, talk to your doctor. Uh, that's it for emails. Again, if you'd like to participate in the show, theinstance at gmail.com is the email address that came to, or you can send uh, attachments there, or call us 801-471-0462. It's going to do it. Anyone have anything big they want to announce this week? Anything happening? Anything big? Anything uh, people should point their little squinty eyeballs to before we move on? No? Nothing? Uh, Let's go. No? Well, <laughs> just my stream. Stream every day pretty much now, so check it out. Twitch.tv slash Billy Dills SF. That's pretty much Always it. Always a good time. Mm-hmm. We need um, we need to play. What when are we going to play? We should play. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing I wanted to talk to you about, Scott. Uh, I, I would like to get uh, something going here between ITN, the core, and Stormcast. I we'll agree. Crossover something. So I agree. I'd like to we'll do, talk off the air. Mick's been talking about a charity thing. Uh, okay. That would be cool. I was thinking of a totally selfish thing, but this is fine too. I'm happy with selfish <laughs> things also. <laughs> I like selfish things, so I'm all oh, in for I that. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, charity for Patrick so he can get all the characters on his U.S. account and play oh, with you. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. Right. I don't. I think that's a worthwhile charity cause. He really does need it. He's going to be living in minus 30 degrees Celsius weather here pretty <laughs> soon. So. It's, this, it's this one case where I wish Blizzard did the model of Dota 2. Uh, oh, so that my international yeah that my international friends could come over here and play they wouldn't oh my, have all their that, cosmetics but yeah. I would, I would that, love that that region locked uh system that they have for all of battlenet is ridiculous it is horrendously silly I hate it. and i'm sure they they you know they would like to do it but they can't because of technical reasons but holy crap it is so dumb yeah but anyway. well they um, they do have a way to do it because i don't know if you heard about this in hearthstone but because there was no Japanese servers, uh, a lot of J- Japanese players were playing on basically China servers. So when they released the Japanese servers, they actually uh, just gave the Japanese players like free accounts with all the stuff that they had or whatever. Like they just transferred it all over for them. So they can do it. So they just it's possible to yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. I wonder yeah, if, it's yeah. Just, if you copy the database, it's possible. I, they, yeah. they were working it's on it at, at some point and just. Is it a legal yeah, thing or is it a technical thing? I don't know. Seems like I don't a, know. I think if it wasn't a technical thing, they would have done it. Or is if, it a lazy thing? Made... Are you lazy, Blizzard? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, dude. I'm I'm a server engineer. It's it's super easy. You just connect the cable B with the cable A, go, and it, it works, dude. We talked about this. You just go whatever code you need. You just go copy it and you paste it in the other side. That's all it is. <laughs> Control C. Control V. Yeah. Easy. Done. Easy. Copy and Can't paste. Blizzard. It's that all simple. right. So. 
Uh, I'm not Patrick on Twitter and on Facebook, and uh, you can go check out a couple of things. Overwatchers with our good friend Garrett on amove.tv. Uh, we just finished our um, fourth and final roundup of the roles. So we did attack, and you have all four uh, available. We go over each character for Overwatch and explain how they work and what they do and what not to do. So if you want to get ready for the game, you can always go back and listen to that. And then frenchspin.com. Uh, you have Pixels, which is a video game show where we cover the news and analyze a little bit of what's behind it. And The Phidias Club, where we talk about uh, the, the world news and have fun together with people from different places. Aren't and you glad that Pixels movie has slipped into obscurity now? Aren't you glad that no one cares well, about I'm, that? I'm just, I'm just glad. Oh, my wife's angry. Uh, I'm just glad <laughs> we obscured it. His wife's angry. That's right. We've kept you too long. All right. All right we're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for being here. You're all wonderful. Willie Dills on Twitter. Willie Dills SF on uh, the streaming thing. He's not changed that to Austin. Get used to it. Nope. Uh, what else? Uh, me, it's Scott Johnson, Patrick and not Patrick. Terpster of the underscore T. We'll hopefully see him next week. More shows like this at frogpants.com. Thanks for being here. We'll see you then. Potential for insane DPS leads players to insane behavior. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. In Warcraft, healers gotta heal, tanks gotta survive, and for the rest, it's all about the deeps. There are legions of min-maxers in the world who go full throttle to squeeze out every last drop of damage. But where many see madness and obsession, Blizzard sees opportunity. It recently announced a contest for the Orb of Power, a trinket that will boost DPS to unheard-of levels. Only one orb will exist across all realms, and it will be bestowed upon the lucky winner this summer. Winner, you say? Yes, winner. Visit your favorite goblin vendor, hand over a measly two gold pieces, and you will earn a chance at this wondrous item. What makes this orb so special? The DPS boost it will grant will be directly proportional to the amount of gold spent on chances of winning it. As of last check, over one billion gold has been forked over, so the bonus is going to be staggering. But, as the saying goes, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. ODN has learned that the contest is legit, but remember that the orb will be awarded this summer. A month or two after that, Legion will be released, and you'll probably find a new green trinket in your starting area better than the orb. Given this fact, and the fact that the chances of winning are like finding five ashes of Alar, for most people, the whole thing doesn't make a whole lotto sense. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Greetings, gamers. This is Mucow, a resident expert on a common gamer condition called Altitis. The Draenor leveling experience is a little-known early fast-track zone, Gorgrunt. While it is very likely you have leveled through this area, it is easy now to skip or quickly move through it as you race to 100. There are, however, some rather beefy rare beasts that drop an XP-filled quest item, something either a group or a level 94 or higher solo player can handle. Eight in total, these quests can be saved up and turned in all at once, especially once you get your hands on the Accelerated Learning Potion or the Rapid Mind Elixir. With the potion giving a 20% bonus, the Elixir giving a huge 300% bonus, and a full set of heirloom leveling gear, you can level extremely fast. With this setup and the eight item quest turned in, it is pretty normal to get a full level worth of experience. By preloading a number of bonus events in the area as well, you can easily get another level in the process. Gorgrind is often an overlooked area, full of media experience, and a standard part of my leveling experience. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss the topic further, find us on Twitter at altitis.net, and show notes can be found on altitis.net.
On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your Altitis. Queuing up for LFR when I saw a female org approaching me. She said, I'm looking for some deeps to help get mythic in. Do you want to join my party? If your eye level's high, your evening will be nice. But if it's not, then please be on your way. I said, You gotta be kidding. Why would you do that to yourself? She looked at me, and this is what she said Oh, I ain't no casual raider. LFR ain't my thing. But no, I ain't no casual raider Until my gear is best inside Not even 15 minutes later I had poured into doubt When I saw a human mage poured into War is legendary ring hero With Warforged news it was clear He knew exactly what to do He said move away scrub I got a mythic grade at five And he tried to hold me up I started fights I said, don't worry, go on past, but you know I gotta ask What made you wanna live this kind of life? He said, I ain't no casual raider LFI ain't my thing I got gear to loot and quests to do Time to clear that hell my way Staying up all night, progressing through And you know, I'm socked, I'm popped But no, I ain't no casual raider Until my gear is best in slide I was parked at the bank, my day was winding down and coming to an end I was just about to log when I saw a buddy bear And what I saw I almost couldn't comprehend He was doing his dance so I didn't expect He's wearing mythic warforged like what the hell I just simply shook my head cause it's clear he knows He didn't queue up to get up that well Because he ain't no casual raider This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.